Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NBL News Podcast, drawn by Jackson Nader once again. What's going on, fellas? Look, I made it two podcasts in a row. Everyone should be happy, okay? <laughs> you, so, you, yeah. You've got your strike rate back up to 50% yeah. now, Aiden. You're doing I mean, a good job. I'm not going to say anything here, but no, a bit away, and Phoenix have lost their last few games. Just unpacking they've won the last two, so who knows? <laughs> You're um, the luck charm. Don't say that. That's going to turn up. That's not, just move on. Jackson, how are you? <laughs> I, I'm doing well. I, I saw my Perth Wildcats get obliterated at the State Basketball Centre, but hey, I was mm. pretty happy after Friday night, so there you go. Did you enjoy the atmosphere at least? Oh, yeah, it was very good. Very electric in that. Oh, you met building. Tyson. I did see that. I did see Yeah, you I, I was talking to Tyson after the game. He's a great guy. There anyway, you go. sorry, Evan, continue. <laughs> um, we, we want to start positive because um... yes yes we do want to start positive there's a lot of news uh, this week uh, after such a great round there's um, a lot of off court news I would say this week and um, look we'll, we'll start off uh, sailing on a negative note here with, with Harry Froling who um, just released today that the news that um, he uh, has undergone surgery for a skull fracture and and brain bleed after he became a victim of a of a one punch attack. Um, this was originally re- uh, reported here by by News Corp. And there's some more information you can find out um, about the um, ab- about the incident uh, on the uh, the News Corp. It is it yeah. is private, so you you have to pay, which sucks. That's how it works. But um, look. He's in a stable condition, which is, which is great, but the event did occur in the early hours of uh, Sunday morning in Wollongong after that Brisbane-Illawarra game. And um, look, we're, we're hoping he's he's all safe and well and um, he's off to a to a full recovery. Um, but look, this it was a crazy event. Um, Jackson, what was your initial reaction to this news? Um, complete shock because, you know, that just doesn't happen here you know especially in this league you don't see guys getting attacked they're not you know they're not like high profile guys and they get targeted like some other sporting leagues does and um it's just woke up this morning and i and i saw just a bunch of notifications come through and it was just in a bit of shock really to see that froling had you know a had one punch attack b broke his skull and C had in had and had brain bleeding. Like, you know, that's car accident type stuff for that sort of damage. So um I I hope he's okay. I hope that he recovers well and um they Brisbane have come out and said that he'll miss the rest of the season. And that's totally fair. There's yeah, absolutely no way in hell that he should be playing. No reason so to I I just hope he recovers from this. And then what was your uh, initial reaction reaction to it? Well, I only got the message from you guys when I was at a basketball camp, so I didn't really get, you know, the gist of it till I saw the post. But, um, yeah, let's just hope he can play basketball again because anything brain-wise is very, mm-hmm. like, you know, life-threatening in general, like, you know. Yeah. Um, no, hope he's all right. But, you know, there's cowards in the world that think they can take on a lot and punch people, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I don't know if I, I sh- just a disclaimer on on a bit of look. I'll, I'll say the information. I know it's it's kind of locked behind News Corp, but um, 
disclaimer on the on the information here, but um, it was out early morning in in Wollongong, and he just got pretty much assaulted, uh, whacked in the face. Um, apparently, he was unconscious. The blood coming out of his ears was rushed to hospital there, um, and then he apparently self discharged himself from hospital in, at seven a.m. That just a few hours after the incident, which is crazy that he also hopped on a plane with the rest of the bullet squad and then started to feel some headaches and then he um then he did some scans i think he initially denied doing some ct scans in in wollongong and then he then he flew back to brisbane and and did them um so don't know how that happened why that happened there but look all we hope is that harry froling he is in a stable condition and we hope he has a speed of recovery and see him back on the basketball court again soon. Um, but yeah, ugly incident. You don't see that ever in the NBL. And um, yeah, hopefully we uh, see a full recovery from him. Um, look, other, other news, off-court news this week, the um, the Pride Round. Great initiative by the NBL. I think, Aiden, you've mentioned that it was um, originally kind of pushed by Mitch Creek. He was, he's a guy that was not pushed, but like, he's a big belief. Like he, like everyone might yeah. not know. Like, I don't know. His, he, he was his, all for this round. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's definitely a guy that is a good promoter. Like that it's outside of like Isaac conflicts, obviously, but he's um, yeah. got a lot of family connections that I, I don't know him personally, but you can see when he's posted stuff about his sister. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a great round. Like as a guy that I don't, I'm pretty sure you two both know him, but like I'm biased. So this is a great round. Um, so, you know, it's like, I, I get people that won't always agree with it. So, you know, I get that side of it, but it's a good initiative from the NBL to be like the first, I don't think, the NFL is doing one game to have a whole round. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um. So what, what champion are doing is they're having the, the, the little flag under, under their logo there for all the jerseys this round, uh, which is a great, great little initiative there. Um, but with that comes some, obviously, people that don't want to to wear it. And, and news came out via News Corp again that several Taipans players are hesitant to wear the uh, the uh, the logo due to their religious beliefs. Um, obviously, we don't know who those players are, but I'm guessing we might find out who they are on Wednesday, um, who's wearing the logo and who's not. But look, it's... Uh, it's a tough situation to, to be in Jackson. What are your, your thoughts on this one? Uh, well, is it right? Because I know that in sporting leagues around the world, that if players don't wear the exact same uniform as their teammates, there's a fine system or something. Um, so would it, would that small detail, like, you know, would that still count as, you know, some guys are wearing it, some guys are not, would that count as a fine, you know, just, logistically wise because it's it's literally just a tiny logo on the top but um look i wasn't surprised by this news coming out but um i was expecting it to be i was expecting it to be a bit more widely diverse between teams and not just cans players um but uh and we and we're not here to speculate who they are no no you you can do that by yourself. You know, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not, this, we're not, we're not studying we're, we're not this type of program. But um, um, but, for me, yeah. I just think it's uh, 
it's for a guy like Isaac Humphreys, I feel like it's sad to see that, you know, if if there was an offer by the Kansas Taipans in the off season, how would he go about it? You know, I he feel like it's you know, way. how would he feel welcome a part of that franchise when, you know, multiple players well not even done it's the people in, in that organization it's like what are you sending to people that are already working in your organization like, what can be yeah. yeah i think you know with players not wearing it, it, it it's mm. it's it becomes tough for a guy like isaac Comfries, like you know which you'll see which team and, and players aren't you know i guess celebrating it is the right way to say it's probably a small so, thing but going forward that should like they could have done more. I don't feel like it should have been just a champion. Like I feel like the, the lenders on the team's jumpers could be like a rainbow. Yeah, like here's the thing that like, I, I know it's a small detail, but yeah, like um, like I I love the initiative, but every single bit of marketing around this round says NBL champion pride round, not NBL pride round. No, and no, not NBL Hong Like it is. And I'm not saying it is, but um, you know, it it's kind of like that they've pushed for it, and they want because in years gone by, champion have always had a round, right? You know, their marketing round. Yeah, I've had a heritage round a few years ago. Yeah, they had um NBL Cup. Yeah, they had one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but they hold cup as a whole. Yeah, true. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, it would have been a bit nice to see that. It was an MBL straight up pride round and not something that was sponsored by somebody else. Yeah, but they're trying to get and, licensing all that. But but it's small like. steps, small steps. Yeah. But like I said, I feel like the colours on the letters and names and numbers, it should it's like a, it's just hard to put have it the on option to put no, but like for this, like not put it on the sale, but just have it on the players. Like Yeah, right. it's hard yeah, to put yeah. it on jerseys. I mean we saw it with Manly and RL sign um yeah. last year or this past season. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, refused to, to wear the jersey, I guess, yeah. or were hesitant to wear like, I know it's easier said than done, but I would assume... you can't tie pants right now. Most teams, but maybe excluding Cairns right now, would be wearing their shirts that they wore the week Isaac came out, because I know Brisbane had a few, Phoenix had a few. Yeah. So I think that might be a theme that the players that during the National Anthem might have the shirts, but who knows. Yeah. Mm. Um. We need to move on from the situation. I mean, I feel like let's it will be yes. talked about. Wait, let's go a bit more positive. It will still be talked about uh, throughout the round. Obviously, there'll be people looking and searching who's wearing this little logo or not throughout the round. And so, we're not trying to tell people they can't, you know, have their no. Like, we're respecting everyone's view. It's, it's just a tough... It's always going to be a mm. tough situation. When I saw it, I'm like, Gee, you know, if they got something on the jerseys, it will be a very interesting scenario. So, yeah. see how it plays out this round. Um, Ronnie James. I know we've we've we talk about this nonsense and and people think it's it's crap all the time, but it, I think it's realistic type of news to report here of of what Larry Kesselman has said and and yes it's it's a slim 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 very slim chance of of happening but we say the same about Lamelo Ball and and the likes in the past and look what happened they're here now so um well they they were here for a year but Bronny James. Uh, look, potential next star, and, and a lot of people are going to say that he's he's not good enough. You know, he's he's only popular because of his dad, but he's he's ranked in by ESPN in the, the first round right now, mock draft for for next year. So 
he's in a very similar position as where LaMelo Ball was ranked before he signed in the NBL. And a lot of things Spain said about Bronny James playing in the NBL is the exact same about what people were saying about LaMelo Ball coming into the NBL, saying it would be a circus, he's not good enough, yada, yada. But Larry Kessman did say to News Corp, uh, I think it was yesterday, we have absolutely reached out, but it's very early days. It's a long shot. And I like his honestly saying it's a long shot because we all know, he knows, it is a long shot. But the conversation has begun and will be in the mix. So it's good that they're at least having a conversation. And why wouldn't you at least be involving in those talks with a prospect like Bronny James that could bring so much to the league and, and not only him, not only the league, but himself could, could really help his, his draft stock. Uh, Jackson, what do, you, what do you think about this Bronny James news and what is the chance that he actually does consider the NBL and come down? Uh, 1%. I think, well, here's the thing that people forget about LaMelo Ball. The NBL was his only choice. He couldn't have gone to college. He played professionally in Lithuania. Yeah, he did have what about what about RJ Hampton? Hampton was legit, but he was he was the first te- technically the first real next star for not counting Ferguson and Ennis and those guys. Um, but like it, I can see it happening. But since Lamelo and RJ that year, there's been so many more options these days because of NIL agreements and um, ignite and overtime and. Those leagues that have sprouted because of the next star success that season, and um, yeah, look, I, I think I think he'll go to college. I think he'll go to Oregon yeah. due to that Nike deal and that sweet sweet nil money. Mm-hmm. But um, not like he needs money. But I know look, if if he if he wants to get away from the spotlight like Lamelo did, you know, I think it furthered his career going coming over here and and staying away from that US kind of spotlight behind this you know this whole popularity and everything um it could really help him but um you know playing in professional league as well and look i, I think it's a 25 percent chance in my opinion you know he has trained at the phoenix facility um lebron Not james is good Boston, sorry no no no, no. The, the phoenix facility in uh, california LA. i believe yep um and uh, LeBron James is, is good friends with Phil Handy, Lake assistant coach, who has a lot of good NBL connections. So, um, you know, there's still a, a, look, there's still a chance. There's and a chance. I'd say 25% NBL, 25% Gillig, and 50% uh, college. But, um, look, yeah, it's it's a, it's a slim chance, but you, you might as well give it a go. He's more than capable of playing in this league, and he will bring so many benefits to it. Adam, what do you reckon? I just hope if he does come, he needs to do his research on the league. That's all I ask. He mm. needs to actually not think it's going to be a top cake league. It's cool. Like so. <laughs> he's going to do some research. But I don't know. He's like, like you said, LeBron's got connections. Um, LeBron, I think Romney knows LeBron. I don't know how, to what extent. <laughs> no, no, because that's how they beat the LA facility. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you got a guy like Zebo, John Wall, that could talk to LeBron. Like, I'm not sure how invested um, John is, but Zebo. Seems like he knows what he's talking about. Um, Al Harrington, yeah. Nick Kyrgios, he's <laughs> part of Nike. Hey? Exactly. There's 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 more signs connected here, but who knows? Um, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But um, look, there's look. You look at him training at the facility in, in LA. You know who else did at the same time? C.A. Wade for uh for a bit, and uh, he did get. He did want to play for the Phoenix as an extra, but Phoenix was like, 
yeah, you're not good enough to, to be a next star. And yeah, he's kind of proved that, right? And now he's not playing anywhere. But um, look, he wanted to play here in the NBL's year away while he trained at the facility. So, hey, Bronny's he was, definitely he was a bit skinny. People say it's a zero percent chance is no. is ridiculous. He's, there is there is definitely a slim chance. Like he's, if he's brought to the table, he listens to the offers. Liam can talk to LeBron. Liam and LeBron are this close, you know. They're tight. They're, they're definitely going to be. <laughs> no. It's a very slim chance of happening, but it would be huge for the league again. And I, I honestly hope it happens. I think it'd be great. We need more next stars in the league again. Yes. Um, staying on next stars, we could be having one for next year already. Ariel Hakpoti has said himself during the week. Uh, that he will, well, he wants to stay in Melbourne. He, he's planning to stay here. He's coming back, uh, staying at Melbourne United. And I'm unsure of whether that will be uh, as a next star again. He red shirts this this season, uh, considering he missed the whole year with an ACL. I think it's only fair that he gets. Well, it's because he didn't play round one. It's because he got injured. Yeah, I think It'll it's be... only fair he gets another next star deal. And you got to get people obviously saying, "Oh, it's Melbourne United." Of course, they got to get. A no, next I don't reckon. Well, he could technically not. This will not... be the exception due to the injury. But yeah. it was during preseason. And he's still, yeah. draft, he's still draft. eligible for next for the, the year after anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, um, if he got injured during round one, like against New Zealand, yeah, then I, I think that would have turned yeah. that situation. Yes. I just say that people, when he does come back and sign a next star deal for, for next year, there's got to be a lot of fans that aren't Melbourne fans. They've got to say, oh, look at Melbourne United cheating against the rules again. That's the next star's program. Anyone can exploit it. Any team can exploit it. And, and that's how it works. Look, he not, he, like, I don't want to say he's not under contract right now, but he might not get, yeah. be paid as much as he's meant to be getting paid. He may not get, be getting paid at all this year. Yeah, he could just get, be doubt, free no, rehab. No, no, I don't know. That, but, yeah. <laughs> what NBL does pay the next stars, don't forget. Jackson, do you think it's a good move for Huck Porty and, and even Melbourne United as well? Should United want to bring back Huck Porty for next year? Well, it's a, definitely a good move for Huck Porty. I think mm-hmm. that he'd be much better here than anywhere else. Um, good move for United is a bit of a different conversation because yeah. they've got currently Marcus Lee, they've got Humphreys, both of them are contracted for next year. Yeah, and then, then you've got the interest of. JLA, maybe. Who knows? We don't know anything. Brad Hodge is up there, guys, in conversation, please. <laughs> Hodge? No, not Hodge. But, um... David Aquarium will come up as well. That's right. Yep. Few, you know, those guys. You know, yep. guys who are five men in this league. Aquarius is more of a four or five, but those are your... I just feel like... Centers. if Even if Ariel comes back, I don't think you start him straight away. I think you're going to... Oh, be yeah. 100%. I don't... I feel like if he's fit, he needs to play every one. Do you and see Humphreys coming back if if Huckporty comes yeah. back? Yeah, I I see Humphreys coming back if Huckporty comes back. But do you yeah. see Lee coming back then? No, no. Yeah, which is and you use that import spot on somebody else. Yeah, different position. Like, I'm honestly back, but I doubt it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's actually start to talk about games a bit now. Wow, um, it's taken a while. Yeah, I know. After I would think the the best round of the season. So far, we took, so many we upsets, yeah. so many exciting games. Um, but uh, let's start with a ref mistake in the round. Why not? Ref talk about best round of or, season. Or, let's talk or, about a ref mistake. And yes, it didn't matter in the end, but you don't normally see this in, in many sporting competitions where the, the league and officials acknowledge a mistake made um, only a few out the morning after the, 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 the game. And um if you didn't know what happened, you can you can check the video on, on my Instagram and, and Twitter, etc. But basically, ball went out. 
it was clear as daylight. You know, as daylight. You know, Jeez. Stevie Wonder could see that that ball was touched by Harum Harris on the on the line there, and um, they, oh, that line. ended up being Adelaide ball still. And look, that could have been huge repercussions. I know Brisbane are out of the finals, but huge repercussions for for Adelaide and the rest of the playoff race. Um, I know Adelaide did end up losing a game, so it didn't matter. But Adelaide get the ball back, they score in that possession, and it's a tight game. Goes to overtime. Um, you know, I don't know how they well, come no, to I that decision. He was saying the timeout wasn't right as well. The timeout was right. That was in time. Yeah, yeah. That but um, yeah. I'll, I'll just read what the NBL said. With, with twenty seconds left in the fourth quarter, Adelaide was rewarded possession after their out of bounds review. The review decision was incorrect, and possession should have been rewarded to Brisbane. Honestly, I I, I like this. I, I like that the NBL came out and said this. Um. Jackson, I want to know your thoughts on on this one. Um, is it the right move by by the NBA acknowledging this? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's obviously the right move to say that they made a mistake. And there's, if they didn't come out and say that there wasn't a mistake, you would have been thinking match fixing and other stuff like that, which I thought of at the time when that decision was made. And I think ninety five percent of people watching that game also thought of that. Um, yeah. but, um, is Scott Butler the head yeah. guy? In... You know, what's interesting, yeah, we, we're hearing his voice on the, on the yeah. podcast too. And he was nowhere to be seen. I really like. And he was nowhere to be seen in that broadcast when, well, I, when there should yeah. be a clear Look, I get statement. the first call. I get the soft, you know, the first original call. Oh yeah, 100%. Line. That, that, that I, I get. That. that, that, that's fine. You don't, like, that one was hard. Like, the real time, I reckon that was hard. But when you have replays, surely someone in the stadium could just be like, yeah, that's not... Like, you see <laughs> like the ref that Hiram the, Harris the jump, ref. chuck the ball out of bounds. What and angle still was, Adelaide ball. What angle did they have that we didn't have that made them think it was Adelaide's ball? Yeah, well, Tyler Johnson commented on, on my post here saying, why even have the review centre? And he's, he's correct. Well, I mean... did you see Harry <laughs> Froling's tweet? Before he Which got one? Injured? Um, oh. about um David Attenborough. I'm gonna find it. Give me some time. Okay. Well, well, well you wait. They've got a TV ref already did. They've got like a fourth on bio on the score bench. So I don't know why they didn't go to him. Yeah. Right, was... here we go. Um that was the wildest thing I've ever seen. I didn't know that green tree frogs had vision that bad. Hashtag David Attenborough, hashtag national geographic. <laughs> Very good. Look, I reckon if, if the LA won the game, would the rest would they have come out? No. No. I don't oh, think they that would have been that would have been chaos. They would have hired Would they have come out of it? What, what would you think? I feel like they still would have. In terms of integrity of the more, <laughs> it would have been more chaos. Well, Had it been say if it was a like if Adelaide uh, hit a three before it went to overtime, what would have happened? If this was Perth Adelaide, for example, or you know, a, a Perth Adelaide. game. Perth would be an Adelaide. Gee well, whiz. what if this was a finals game and that happened and it cost somebody exactly for, to move on further? What if still like, cost a final spot? So, yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. But like the the thing is, is that you cannot be making these mistakes because what if this happens in a deciding game in a grand final? Like, they've got a they've like, got a review sitting and they've got the TV ref. I don't know the TV ref. They've got the um. The I don't know how many ref- monitors they've got on this on the sideline. 
review yeah. center hub in Melbourne. It's I, I also know if it's just one monitor and one bloke monitor. looking at it, or it's you know twenty thousand monitors and they still. But like I tell, so like, like I said, there's a fourth ref at every building because there's always an emergency ref on a yeah. small bridge. Why did he review it and look at it? Like, surely both. I don't know how it works. It's. Uh, do you guys watch the front bar? So. Oh, so there's yeah. the running gag on the show when the AFL stuffs up their goal line technology system that the front bar show this picture of a dog or a sheep. We still don't know what what animal it is of them typing away on a laptop to make the review call. Mm. And I think that's exactly what went on in that um in Scott that review was asleep, I reckon. Scott Bowler was asleep. Um Tyler Harvey, that was yes, unreal game winner of the season. Probably the best game winner I've seen in the ML four. I know we've seen some. No, no, I know. I thought Avery was a game winner, but the shot, the shot that was taken to win the game here was truly bizarre. I mean, he he pulls up from from the logo, a Tyler Jeez. Harvey type shot to be honest, and breaks the Illawarra Hawks's. Uh, 11 or 12 game losing streak. Yeah, I huge. think it was 12. 12 game losing streak against a championship contending breakers in New Zealand. Um, crazy scenes it was. Um, upset of the round, I would, I would have to say. I mean, breakers were... I mean, that's an easy win you have to get. And, and now they're, they're looking at a team that, that could miss uh, playoffs. But that win against Sydney as well has definitely helped them. Um, but... That that that's a game they got to win. Home game that's against That's a game that's going to cost them top two. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Even even a third spot on the ladder. You know, well, like you said, they could still they could so... still miss finals. Like it's yeah, unlikely. Yeah, mathematically they could still. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. Um, what, what were your initial reactions to the shutter, and I think I I think I was spamming the group chat at the time. Yeah, I was like, this is the worst. Like like this is one of the worst shots I've ever seen taken. <laughs> This well, is like well, a shot. This is, a, this is yeah. a shot I would take in domestic, and he knows that because I'm taking ridiculous. Well, shots. first of all, can we rewind back to what happened before? Like yeah. Illawarra were up by one. They were up by Sam eighteen. Froling, no, At, no, but said, you know, oh, with yeah. a minute to go, they're up by one. Sam Froling has the ball. The ball gets stolen by Thomas know, Abercrombie. Brandley, Brandley opened layup, wasn't it? Or, or was it Abercrombie? No, Abercrombie? Well, Abercrombie Brandley. Yeah. Brandley was the yeah. other one. Was yeah, they. They steal the ball, lay up. New Zealand go up by two with like twelve seconds. No, New Zealand go up by one with like twelve seconds to go. And I, then, I don't know what else you could do in that situation. Like you just look at and the whole thing. Like, I, I was I was also texting in the group chat, Illawarra have choked this again, like they have like the past ten games. Look, or I was on that trade. Bang. <laughs> I was like <laughs> It was squished too. It not even hit the backward, like it was clean. To be fair, that the breakers did recover from that. Brantley hit a bank game winner himself <laughs> against against the Kings in, in a couple. I of mean, days, the Breakers still had time against Illawarra to get a shot up. Like it's not like the Breakers didn't have a shot. The breakers did in front of the biggest crowd this season as well. Uh, yeah, fourteen thousand. Crowd numbers have been great this season. Adelaide broke the record again for the most uh, nine thousand five hundred biggest crowd in Adelaide history, fourth time in a row. Look, I know state's record. small, but like that atmosphere is loud. Like that's yeah. electric. Oh, State yeah. was great. Uh, great. Um, Perth, Perth back got, to back. Yeah, 13,000. They're doing Congratulations great. Congratulations to Sean Redich as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Melbourne United, they're uh, selling out their game for the last round already. So great crown, crown numbers. We say it every week. But um, 
regret crown numbers. Suck um, on uh, Big Bash. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not better than Big Bash yet. But uh, In we're, terms we're of entertainment-wise, we are. <laughs> Have you seen the oh, blowouts yeah, in those games? Those games are terrible. It's Perth and Sydney and then Daylight for everybody else in that exactly. league. Exactly. Um, are Adelaide officially out of the, the playing race now? They've got three games. They can mathematically still make it, but like, no. Is it three or four games? They've got three games left. They can still make it, but like, I doubt it. Yeah, good luck. They have to win all three and they've got all one open percentage. And and I think they're going to lose by 20 points each game. They they won't because Melbourne and actually the Melbourne game will be twice. No, no, once. Oh, no, once now. Yeah. That Melbourne game will be, they win every game, will be the deciding series because Phoenix beat them in a series overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, right. Hot take of the week. Here we go. Southeast Melbourne will play Melbourne United in the fifth versus sixth playing game. So I'm saying the Perth Wildcats will miss out on the play-ins and not make the top six. You've most the teams. I, I did uh, say this one to you guys like, uh, a couple of days ago, but um, look, I presented to Jackson the next four games for Perth. They are they play four games. They if they lose three, they are out of the plane. And um it's very, very realistic they can lose it three. Perth's next four. Uh Illawarra, who they, they should they win could, that one. They should, they should. could lose that one, as we saw the breakers. Uh they play Tassie in Tassie, which I don't think they'll win. They play Cairns in Perth, which I also don't think they'll win. That could go either way, but I think Cairns are the best side. And then they play Sydney in the last game in Perth. So I think they'll lose those last three games of the season. Deja vu uh, of last se- last year, <laughs> and uh, they'll miss out on the planes just. Well, the last game of the preference, season. don't worry, because everyone says the opposite of everything that happened. So his mother wanted the Melbourne teams, and he's just. You know, I just personally want to see. Perf. I just want to see a throwdown in the plane. How good would but, it be? No, no, to no. Have... I don't. I don't disagree with you. I'm just yeah. saying you've mised both Melbourne teams here, and now you just look. Dude. I know. I know. It's just the inner Melbourneian coming out, but I want to see a. a I want to see this game move to Rod Laver. Fifth first sticks. Do it's or not going to go move Rod We both don't know. Come on. I know, but I, I just wanted you know a throwdown finals game. One one game playoff. That would be unreal scenes. And yes, the teams may not be the you know, the strongest, but um, that would be just an insane game to watch. And I'd hope they would, they'd move that to Rod Laver and, and bring that, like that 90s atmosphere back when the Magic and Tigers played. That'd be brilliant. Um, it's a quick turnaround, but I'm just, I'm just imagining that scenes and it's very realistic for happening. So that's why it's my hot take. Right. So do you want me? Upset no, mine is a bit more positive than yours, okay. but a bit right. different. It doesn't involve Perth. It involves the upper half of the ladder. Uh, New Zealand will knock out Tassie and finish top two. Wait, not knock again? out Cairns, sorry, knock out <laughs> Cairns. <laughs> I had I had mental blank, but it's knock so Cairns and so. So you're I saying say, by the regular season or yeah, finals? regular season? Jeez, Ooh. is that possible? That, that, yeah, uh, it's possible. Breakers it's possible. are fourteen it's... and ten. Oh, Cairns are sixteen and eight. Right now. Yeah, okay. New Zealand have arguably the easiest run home out of everybody. But they did lose to the Hawks, and they True. haven't been very good the last few weeks, even though that game against Sydney is an exception. But yeah, yeah. you look yeah. at Cairns, they have Southeast Melbourne away, Brisbane and Adelaide at home, and then Perth away. Cairns are going to win tomorrow, okay? That's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear this Phoenix hype right here. And then 
New Zealand have Brisbane away, Melbourne at home, and then their last two games away are Illawarra and Brisbane. Mm. Like, are we, even though they play more away games, all those away games are against the bottom two teams. Like, so, like I've only said that because Phoenix, like, we don't want to get any chance the last two games that they won. That's still going to say. That's why I'm not hyping. Uh, my hot take is not really a hot take, but Brisbane will equal the same wins as Adelaide on 11 wins. Wow. Right. But Melbourne I still said that to you. I said Brisbane oh. could finish on the same record as Adelaide, and you've used it. Yeah, well, it's fine. It's a hot I love how we've all gone for a- for um ladder well, we're based. Adelaide. We're just... <laughs> I like Great. it. Yeah, it, it's crazy that Brisbane can can win next three and Adelaide lose the next three. And, Look, and I want to apologise to every fan out there. We were hype on Adelaide and Brisbane thinking they were going to be top two, and they've just disappointed us. Just you, not you me. Considered New Zealand well, play okay. Brisbane and New Zealand you, play but... each other twice to finish off the season. So, well, Brisbane's got yeah tough run, but they could they could do it, which means New Zealand will lose a few. So either you or Jackson's hot take will go horribly wrong. From yeah, basically, basically mine will go horribly wrong. <laughs> Look, but you're not, yours could go wrong too. You've got two multis that I know. Not I like could make it. All of us could teams. go horribly well, wrong. Well, it would here. be hilarious if that Evan isn't wrong, but he's still wrong. Like Perth make it, both Melbourne teams make it, and either Tassie or New Zealand go out. <laughs> Hey, it's possible. Maybe. Um, yeah, be a very interesting last two rounds too that much. Anyway, last five uh, qu- five <laughs> rapid questions. Last five questions. Five rapid questions. Here we go. Will Adelaide run it back with a similar squad next season? But I've got Franks, Cleveland, McCarran. That's still there. Franks Will is those guys option, run it back? Sure. Will Franks and Cleveland run it back with the rest of the LA group? Cleveland will. Franks, no. Yes, they will. So no, basically. <laughs> No, no. Um, no, is, sorry, sorry, yeah, no. Is Tyler Johnson criminally underrated in the NBL? No. No. He was overhyped during the blitz. No. Are the Breakers better or worse without Barry Brown? Worse. They only beat Sydney by the skin of their teeth. But they and they almost choked you... that big time. Well, yeah, that's true. No. Wait, sorry, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Sorry, They're better? Honest. They're better yeah. without Barry Brown? Yeah. In terms of, yeah. yeah. Uh, does my, my state bank arena need a uh, capacity extension? Yes. Yes. Um, will the Webster brothers return to the Wildcats next season if they don't make the play-ins? No. They'll go yes. Next season again. Yes. There we go. All right. Finish off with tips here. Um, this will be some interesting tips. I'll tell you what. Um, Wednesday, Phoenix, Cairns. Phoenix. Phoenix. If we've got to go, we've got to go by a hot takes well, here. There's, there's no rowdy here. I just said. That's why I'm saying. I know, but, but we got to. We. You said your hot takes. We got to follow them here, right? Yeah, you got to remind me. You got to remind me with my hot takes. New Zealand. Oh, I said. Brisbane, New Zealand, Brisbane because of all for Yeah, Brisbane. I'm going to say New Zealand. You have to go Brisbane because of your. Hey, you never know. Brisbane or could. Um, <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I'm just going to stop this. We have major breaking news Ooh. as of right now. Ryan Brokoff um could miss two to three weeks with a suspect with a suspected grade one groin strain. So that changes things a bit. So you're changing a tip here. Uh, no, Cairns? because my hot take still says New Zealand <laughs> overtakes <laughs> overtakes um Cairns. I think we no, expected I, that news. South East Melbourne. Who is South East Melbourne playing again? Sorry, Cairns. I bet. Yeah. yeah. So South East Melbourne. Um, well, the thing is, 
can we with the Broncos? Because they're going to wake off next week, so he might be ready to go play, play with yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, that is, is it was, it was expected. Like it was expected, but oh, we yeah. were hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, Tazzy Sydney. Tazzy, is it Tazzy? Uh, yep. Sydney. Sydney on a two-game losing streak. Sydney want to bounce back. Uh, Sydney, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I'm going on Sydney on. here. Perth, Illawarra. Perth. I'm saying yeah. Perth. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. Um, New Zealand, Melbourne. New Zealand. I'm going for the upset here. I'm going to go Melbourne. I wouldn't call it upset anymore because they've been proving everyone wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Cairns, Brisbane. Brisbane, no. Huh, I've no, you're going go with your hot take, Jay. It's not going to work. No, no, I've, I've got. Yeah, well, I'm going to go mine. Brisbane, Cairns. I'll go Cairns. Uh, Tassie, Perth. Perth. Tassie, Tassie, because yeah, of my hot take, I'm going Tassie. Well, you have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tassie. He's on uh, the reverse curse. That's why he Kings, wants Perth. No. King Southeast Melbourne. Kings. I'm going Phoenix. I'm going Phoenix again with the. Why are you guys going? You're going to Mars. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, these guys. You were off them last week, and now that you're on them, Jesus, Louise. Hands Adelaide. 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 They had to finally win a game. Oh, uh, can cans have the triple this week? There's no way they're winning. Wait, they have a triple. Yeah. And oh, you've cares. just ruined no, your, cares. your no cans, yeah, cans, 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 yeah. You've ruined your hot take. No, it's cans. No, it's fine. No, it's cans. <laughs> I forgot. They put... Wait, they've got a triple. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going cans. Um, actually, no. What? I'm gonna go Adelaide because it's cans playing three times this week. So I'm gonna go Adelaide. Anyway, that'll do for another episode of the NBL News podcast. A lot to get through today, but uh, hopefully some more positive news next week. And uh, we thank you guys for tuning in, and see you guys next time.